Hi everybody, welcome to another user spotlight. My name is Remy, I'm part of Team MV, I'm the user success lead with uh, MemberVault. And today I am interviewing the lovely Meg Casebolt, who is also the MV SEO expert. Is that fair to say? Yeah, every time Erin has a question, she shoots it my way and times me. So it, it kind of became the default setting, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> and can I say, I actually have to give you a thank you here because Erin, um, CEO of MemberVault, if you don't know, you should know. But um, she asked me last week to do a podcast episode and um, she was like, can you do an episode around like the first three blogs that you're writing? And I was like, no, Erin, I've got writer's block. I don't know what to put in my blog. Um, and then she was like, okay, we'll do a podcast about that, like how you overcame that. And, and then I listened to your episodes with Erin. I've only listened to two. Did you do three or four? We did four. We did yeah. an intro to blogging. We did yeah. a uh, people who are new to blogging, people who are thinking of moving things and people who are trying to figure out a new way to use the blog feature. Yeah, well, I'm only on, the, I've just got to the end of episode two. And let me tell you, I have a Trello card filled with blog ideas now. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I even messaged Erin going, oh my God, this is brilliant. You and Meg have just given me so many ideas. And it's going to be so helpful to our users. So thank you for that. You are welcome. <laughs> some, of my, some of my friends say, like, if I had a hashtag, it would be, that's a blog post. Yeah. <laughs> Like you, someone asked you a question, that's a blog post. Absolutely. Oh, you had something funny happen to you that you can use as a metaphor about how you run your business. That's a blog post, <laughs> right? Like if, if you have an Instagram story highlight reel, that's a blog post, right? Absolutely. Like why are we creating so much crap that, that disappears? Absolutely. Repurpose the hell yes. out of it all. Honestly. Everything can be become evergreen content on your website. Yeah, honestly, I had so many light bulbs going off, and I was just like, "Oh my god, <laughs> blowing <laughs> out so of good. me now!" So I had to pause. So I can't wait to get through episodes three and four. So honestly, thank you for that because I was I was genuinely stuck. Even though I have a blog that I don't I don't use it enough, but I I was really excited for this member vault um, feature because I wanted to get rid of WordPress, um, and then it was here, and then I was like. I don't what know do what do? to put on it. What 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 yeah. am I? What are the next steps? The overwhelm. And got, yeah, the and paralysis. I've got content for days. Yeah, I've got Trello oh. boards filled with content and archive, and I'm like, oh, I don't know what to write. Well, I'll be honest with you, that happens to me too. Like, legitimately, yesterday I sat down because my hair looks good, so I was like, well, I guess I have to record YouTube. Video. <laughs> like, that's how we make our decisions. Hell yes. Um, <laughs> So I was like, okay, I have a list of 40 YouTube ideas. And I just yeah. stared at the list and went, what do I have to say? <laughs> yeah. Some okay, of them might even have outlines pre-done. I have the keyword selected, but when it comes time to actually say, yeah. there's a, there's a block there. There's yeah. an energetic, like, oh, I have to like, I have to like pep talk myself. Yes. Totally, I totally relate. <laughs> yeah, I'm so pleased it's not just me. Okay, this is brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant. No, I think I think anytime that we're creating something, especially creating something from scratch, there needs yeah. to be both like a, a long-term goal mm -hmm. that we're working towards and a pep talk of the energy in the moment. Absolutely. <laughs> like Absolutely. because I have to do this is not enough of a reason for <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. No, totally. I don't want to break my streak, or like so many people have asked this that having this piece of content whether it's a yeah. video or an audio or whatever you know like having it to be able to share with them will save you yeah. so much time <laughs> yeah no absolutely so I, I I'm totally glad that I'm not alone with this oh, um all right let's get into the questions for today sure. um so the first question is um so how long have you been using MV Meg 
Uh, I think I signed up for a free plan in, I'm going to say late 2018. Oh, okay. Um, and that was back in the era of free plans. Right? <laughs> um, and then I hit my, I hit my like number of users until I had to go up to a paid plan mm-hmm. in September, 2019. And I remember that because it was the first time that I ran a free challenge called SE October. That's what I did. That was your. That's thing what I you did. did. That, was, that was it. That was how you found me. <laughs> that was it. And SC October, I built entirely in Member Vault, um, and set it up. I I remember actually being on live chat with Mike at like eight o'clock on a Friday night because I was like, I'm just, I just got to figure out how to make this work. And he and I were like going back and forth. I'm like, what about a drip sequence? How do I? Can I like set it to drip for some people and then they can upgrade to the, you know, like just yeah. kind of trying to figure out how to make it work and how to gamify it as much as possible. And once I once I started to see how the um, like the gamification process helps people move through it without a lot of work on my side. I was like, I am hooked. I am, I need to figure out how to do this better and more consistently because, and I think I have a blog post that I've shared that we can put in the, the notes to this, yeah, yeah. which is like that first year that I did it, I was able to watch and see people finishing something at again, like eight o'clock on a Friday night because that was when the challenge ended. Um, and I saw all these people like really engaging with it because they had a deadline and things, they were like unlocking bonuses and like, it was so <laughs> fun. Yeah. And you don't think SEO can be fun because the, the content itself is yeah. really boring. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the first to admit that. But you made it super fun and your Thank users you. were engaging with it, which is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then at the end of it, because people are actually finishing the thing and getting the bonuses and benefiting from it, it didn't feel like a bait and switch or anything like that to be like, Hey, I just gave you free stuff, but now do you want to come pay me? Like it felt very natural that I could, um, tell people how they could continue to work with me. Mm. What are the next steps after this? And because I had that information about who was engaged with it and mm. who was finishing it, I did more direct outreach. Both yeah. I sent them more emails because I had them tagged and I was able to just reach out and go, Hey, I saw your answers. Yeah. Let's talk about them. You yeah. answered these questions. Let me just email you and be like, you did a great job with this. Have you thought about this? And that kind of personalized yeah. outreach was like, gangbusters for conversion yeah, yeah. amazing uh, and I think that's probably why I signed up as well was it was that that feeling of going through the content um and feeling nurtured and loved and the gamification side of it and it's like oh, okay I'll I'll buy this woman's thing why not I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally totally good and I love that about member vault in that it does it helps with building those relationships with people it's really powerful in that way um tell me make so who is it who do you work with who's your sort of ideal client Sure. So I work mostly with online entrepreneurs. So if people are selling courses, if they are um, service providers, whether that's one-on-one group coaching, uh, those are typically my people. I do have yeah. some e-commerce folks in my audience too, but they just, the, it's mostly service providers and course yeah. creators are, are the ones that come to me the most frequently. <laughs> okay. And how do you like to work? Is it more one-to-one or is it membership or small group programs? What's your sort of preferred way of working? 
We have kind of three different levels depending on what where where people are and what they're looking for. Yep. Um, so we have done with you services where yep. we're helping people come up with, you know, hey, Remy, let's talk about what your business is. We'll come up with a plan. Here's how you can adjust your website. Here's the things that you need to create. Oh, you already have blogs. Here's how you can get more eyes onto those existing blogs. Yep. And then giving people feedback while they're making those changes. Yeah. Uh, so that's our one-to-one service. We run it through member vault, you know, so people will pay for it on Thrivecart, and then they'll get in there and they'll be able to do our intake form and, and be able to get feedback directly through that, that quiz question process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I have a group program that is a combination of course plus group coaching. Nice. So they're in member vault, they can watch the course and then they can come to office hours or they can come to coaching calls and say, okay, I, I know I get this theoretically, but how does this apply to my business? Mm. No, that's Which, brilliant. Well, that kind of leads into the tech question, really, that I was going to ask you about what tech to use. So you mentioned Thrivecut. Where are you doing like your um, group coaching calls and, and things like that? Do you want to talk me through some of the tech that you use alongside Member Vault as well? Yeah, of course. So we are on Circle for mm-hmm. our community platform. When Member Vault builds out their community piece, we'll be looking into that. But yeah. at this point, Circle sort of our uh, off of Facebook groups alternative, yeah. which the community was like, please, can we get on Facebook? <laughs> okay. So we looked at like, okay, let's, do we want Circle? Do we want Slack? Do we want Mighty? Right. Like, but we, yeah. because we wanted to stick with Member Vault, it made sense to just integrate with Circle. Uh, no, so we made no. that move two years ago. Uh, we do all our processing through Thrivecart because it has a really strong affiliate process. Yep. Um, Email? And then, uh, active campaign. Okay, brilliant. We, we were on ConvertKit for a number of years and we moved over to Active Campaign about a year ago, in part because of some of the cool things that you could do between Active Campaign and Member Vault. Yeah. Um, and what, what WordPress website? Yeah. And what about I've been, building, I've been building WordPress websites for a decade. Like I, <laughs> it's not hard for me and there's not as much of a learning curve as there is for a yeah. lot of people. It's not the best choice for everyone, but for me, no. I'm like, give me all the customization. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair enough. And so I don't use circle, but in circle, can you do like video calls in circle or do you use like zoom or something else to do? You know, I think now you can, I think you can okay. do live live streaming yeah uh, but we still use zoom and okay. they have like a, an event calendar so i can put in the zoom link and people can get to it directly from circle and add it to their calendar and kind of have that taken yeah. care of which is nice and just being nosy because i don't use ThriveCut, but do you do up up sales and stuff with that um, yeah or, yeah i used to do more of it i don't yeah. know if i just got out of the habit of it or if it's yeah. like you know it just feels a little like Often the, uh, so a lot of people will do like bonuses as upsells yeah. or like short-term everything, but there's a part of me that's like, I shouldn't penalize you and not give you as much help because <laughs> you signed up later because you, you didn't open your email on a specific day. That didn't, <laughs> I don't know. And I would just end up like giving people the bonuses. I'm like, forget it. Just yeah. take it. <laughs> I, I feel like that's a very member vault aligned approach <laughs> so to business. <laughs> Right. And for a couple of times I've done upsells or bump offers, but the bump offers tend to be more um, like, let me help you with it. Let's get a call on my calendar upsell. Yeah. And it gets to a point where I'm like, actually, you get everything that you need in the group yeah. coaching. No, um, absolutely. 
Yeah. And then sometimes we'll do an upsell. We have a couple self-study courses and so we'll have an upsell or something along those lines to get them into the group coaching because people get better results when they yeah, are able absolutely. to ask questions. Yeah. But absolutely. it's not for everyone. Some people like self-study. They don't want yeah. to show up for things. So I get yeah. it. <laughs> they don't want to talk to a human sometimes. They're like, just give me the stuff. I'll figure it out. Yeah. And you know, like uh, SEO can be a very introvert friendly marketing strategy. Mm. And so those are the people who are like, I don't want to sit on a call with strangers. And I'm like, cool, that's fine. Sometimes people will come to me and be like, can I just like buy the self-study course and then just like buy an hour of your time after I've gone through it? I'm like, yep, let's do it. You you get all your questions answered. You don't have to show up at a specific time. It works for your calendar. So we try to be as flexible as we can for different learning styles. I think think that's, I think that's brilliant. Um, A really adaptable business model. So I think that's really cool. Um, So I want to get a little bit into your business a little bit. Now I know Erin wanted to ask you to explain and walk through your webinar replay experiment that you created in member vault would you mind taking us through how you set that up and built that and integrated that yeah so uh, i've been doing sales webinars for a couple of years i've been through a lot of trainings with other people who are sales coaches who are like this is the way that it should be done and you should put the webinar replay on the sales page so that mm-hmm. way you know everyone who goes to watch the replay will then automatically be able to see the thing and buy it right there and like that's what i've been doing for years because mm-hmm it makes logical sense, right? If I'm going to try to use a webinar to sell you into a program, let me yeah, put it on the sales page for that program. Yeah. Um, but this particular webinar that I just ran, this is, we're recording this in March. March. Yep. So this is February. I don't know. I don't know what month it is. <laughs> I often don't know what day it is. So oh my gosh, fine. what year is it? Okay. <laughs> um, so I did a webinar in February And I kind of started to think like, maybe that's not the only solution to just put it on my sales page, especially since I kind of adjusted the way that I was running the webinar. I didn't just say like, here is the program that I am running right now. And that is the right choice for you. Because like I just said, it's not the right choice for everyone. And so instead of just saying like, go to the group program, that's what you've got. um, I actually put the webinar replay into a product in my member vault. and I included links to each of those uh, so in the webinar replay or in the webinar itself the live webinar I said here are the three levels of how you can work with me if you're just getting started and your budget is low and you want to DIY it here's the self-study intro course if you want to come do the group program here's information about that we start Monday if you want one-on-one support here's how to get that right and instead of just saying like this is the choice for everyone yes I gave them all three choices on the replay. And then I took the replay, put it into the product and linked to those three choices in member vault. And by doing that, people were able to go take a look at those specific products while they were already logged in. So I could see when people were watching the replay, which of those products they were most interested in. That is very clever, Meg. And if they were interested in the one-to-one, I would be like, hey, let's hop on a call. Let's talk about it, right? Because that's a higher investment. It's a higher price point. It's more one-to-one high touch. So I would reach out to them. And if they were only looking at the done for you, I was like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pressure you. I'm not going to send you a ton of emails because this, this isn't what you're looking for. You're not looking for the group program. So let me not push you to Mm. it. And then I also was able to tag and figure out who was interested, but didn't buy and reach out to them and be like, 
Hey, do you want to join next time? Cause yeah. maybe February just didn't work for you. Yeah. Like, do you want us to put you on the wait list for the next time we open the doors? And people love that because it was like, <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I didn't know that it was opening. I don't have time in my schedule, but if it's opening again in May, then yeah, like I'll put it on my calendar now, you know? It, yeah. That's really clever stuff, it, Meg. Exactly. Yeah. Being able to know based on here are these three paths, mm. what's appealing to you and let yeah. me adjust the segmentation and the ways that I'm reaching out to you yeah. to be more personalized for people who are interested or the hot leads, the people who came back to the webinar replay more than once. Okay. Let me reach out to you too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's brilliant because it's, it is really about meeting people where they are, you know, yes. and not forcing this is what you can buy now on people. Um, I think that's a really clever approach. And I think there are a lot of um, MV users who can um, take some inspiration from that, thinking about how they, yeah, how they use their webinar model moving forward. And it's that thing of getting people to log in to get it, which means inside a member vault, we're able to track what people's movements are and what they're looking at, what they're clicking on and enables you as the, um, the host to, to really serve people better. So um, I think that's And genius. I was able to see how many people had been through my intro course and were now coming to watch the webinar because they were tagged that way. Yeah. So as I was going through and saying, okay, where are the people who are watching this webinar? Where are they already? What do they already know? Have they yeah. been through my free, you know, I have five or six different free trainings about like, what are your keywords and what are yeah. your analytics, how to get started with it? And what are, what's like the basics you need for SEO? And I can see how far they've gone into the free trainings. Have they bought the lower training? And then I can adjust kind of, if I'm doing that direct outreach, say, Hey, I saw your answers from yeah. this course. Have you thought about joining the group program? You know, and, yeah. and being able to customize in some ways has been really cool. No, I think that's, I think that's genius, Meg. Absolutely <laughs> genius. <laughs> So thank you for sharing that. And I, I, and I do want to share that this was all done on, by the seat of my pants. This is not, <laughs> if people are like, whoa, she really planned ahead. No, this was me like, huh, where do I want to put this webinar replay that I need to send people in an hour, right? Like yeah. sometimes we don't always have everything figured out, but mm. by using the platforms and testing how it can work. Yeah. you can kind of come up with the approach on the fly. So if yeah. you're like, that sounds complex. Okay. Don't do all of it. Just start with one piece. Yeah. Try it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got, I've got some alarm bells ringing off because Erin's like, every time you're doing these user spotlights, if somebody says something that's really cool, um, I can now go away and kind of recreate what you've done and give that as a training for yes. other members of how they can embed their own webinars. And so, yeah, if that's okay with you, if you don't mind us yes, taking your inspiration and sharing that, because yeah, there will be some users like that sounds really cool, but I don't know how to do that. So um, I could uh, go yeah, ahead. We and... got the webinar transcribed and we put yeah. that in as a file. And like, I think Erin, I think she was already talking about turning it into a bit of a template that people yes. can then customize and make it your own. Yeah. Um, well, thinking about how do I get people to look at the offer and then yeah. how do I track and see that they're looking at it it's a really yeah. interesting process <laughs> yeah no, it's, I think it's absolutely genius so thank you very much for sharing that with us um so when you started using member vault in 2018 was you already quite tech savvy or not so tech savvy I, I am yeah, yeah. I, I thought have. you would be <laughs> So how did you? I wish I could say like no, I didn't even know how to turn on a computer. It was so easy. Uh, but no, I I was raised by an engineer. We I got my first email address in 1992. Like, yeah, it's always you. been there. <laughs> 
I'm with you. So for you, um, how have you found using MV? And have you used other platforms before with courses or was it always just only MV that you've used? Yeah, uh, when I started um, when I started my group program in 2018, it was on a different platform, um, and I was actually complaining to Jacqueline Malone, who you'll probably also will interview or have yeah. interviewed. Um, she She's and I live a list. mile. Yeah, she and I live a mile <laughs> apart from each other. We were grabbing coffee, and I was complaining about the other software I was on. She was like, "Just go to Member Vault," and I was like, "What's that?" Right? You know. Yeah. So <laughs> when we're, yeah. you know, and as somebody who does a lot of analytics tracking, we're like, "How do people hear about this software? You can't track a coffee date." You know? no. <laughs> <laughs> I so, did try to yeah. use our affiliate link, so maybe it's trackable. But you know, and now there's no affiliate program anymore, so that'll be harder for us figuring this out. But you know, it's like sometimes you you just have something that doesn't work, and yeah. and it wasn't until I started to really play with the gamification that I was like, this is my tool, man. Yeah. This is this is my this jam. is what I want to know: the tracking <laughs> and the, the the stuff that isn't obvious. Um, you know, as a user. It feels, if, if you don't know how all these tools work, it can feel very similar to a more traditional e-learning platform. Yeah. But once you get into the back end of it, and if you love, if you love numbers and metrics, like I do great, but also just like, you don't need to do that. You can just see how people are behaving. You can see yeah. your leads. You you know, like the dashboard gives you so much that other softwares don't tell you anything aside yeah. from like who's in the program. Yeah, definitely. And your users, what feedback do you get from your users about using MB? Do they find it easy to find things? Are they enjoying the experience of kind of consuming your content on the platform? Yeah. And I, you know, I haven't really heard all that much pro or con. I think they're just like, well, this is just how it is. Yeah. Um, and they do tend to, you know, answer the quiz questions on the things that I have that on and the new folks, if we take some time to reach out to them, they yeah. really do appreciate getting that personalized feedback directly from what's happening. You know, if we're emailing them based on their quiz question answers, yeah, I, I see that that works. And I mean, this is just an extra question because again, I'm super nosy, but um, we <laughs> I'm an open book, so <laughs> I'm like, let me pick next brain. Um, with each of your digital products, do you have a setup email sequence that goes with every one of your digital products to kind of welcome and nurture people in? Do you have an onboarding sequence? Do you have an offboarding sequence? Talk to Wouldn't me about that. Wouldn't it be that. great if I did? Wouldn't that be awesome? Yes, it, but also I'd be like, oh my God, she really is perfect. And I've got so much work to do. So please tell me you haven't. Uh, no, no, I <laughs> okay, do not. Good. Uh, I have, I have onboarding sequences once people buy. Yeah. So if they spend money, they get a, you know, a three to five email sequence yeah. that talks through what's in the course and have you gone and checked this out? And it's kind of like, if I have a module on it, I'll send an email on it about yeah. two or three days in between and just say, Hey, you know, how's it going? You have any questions? Yeah. Um, no, I really, I actually was just thinking that I need to create something more for the folks who are going through my free Google analytics training. And I'm like, okay, put that on my list for Q3 when I have time to sit down and write. Like, yeah. And I think yeah. that's the thing is like, I can see people moving through things. I don't necessarily need to hold their hands if they're curious about it and the course is structured. You know, they, they can kind of just explore it. Yeah without yeah. it needing to be, they're still on my email list. They're still yeah. getting like, you know, weekly or every yeah. other week emails. Um, but it's not always necessarily that specific nurture sequence of, oh, you just went through this product. Yeah. Don't you want the next thing? Or what are your yeah. questions? Like it sh <laughs> I should have that set up and I don't. <laughs> and that's okay. You know, there's just constantly stuff for us business owners to be doing all the time. So yeah. but no, I just thought I'd ask. And I think we also, as, as business owners, as visionaries, as creatives, whatever phrase we want to use to talk about ourselves, like 
we want to create. Yes. And the back end operations stuff is not always our top priority. No. It's like people ask me this question. I'm gonna and a lot of my free stuff is like I did a challenge and then I turned it into a like I did a live challenge, which I then turned into a mini course. And so I was doing a lot of the nurturing yeah. um in real time. Yeah. And so I knew the the content worked and people were getting results from it, but then I didn't do the back end stuff of like, and this is this is the extrovert talking, right? Which is like if I can run something live and get the energy from people in my audience, then uh awesome. I'm here for it. But then if I'm like, oh, but people have to go through it on their own and mm, I don't really feel like putting in the effort to write that nurture sequence. <laughs> I know my weaknesses, right? Yeah, no, I'm I'm very similar to you, so I totally <laughs> I totally relate. Um, yeah, okay. And so, all right, the final question, final question is, how can people find out more about you and your SEO programs? Where can they find you online and connect with you? Uh, you can head over to my website, which is loveitforsearch.com. You can go to my member vault, which is learn.loveitforsearch.com. Um, I also have a podcast that I just started this year, which is called Social Slowdown, socialslowdown.com. Um, as you can tell, I'm big on naming things very obviously. Uh, and that's all about, you know, trying to think about ways to approach your marketing that aren't exclusively dependent on social media, like trying to diversify so that if, LinkedIn crashes or, you know, a, something happens in the world and we're all told like, don't post for a month. Yeah. Your business isn't going to come to a screeching halt. Amazing. And I will put all of those links into the show notes of the podcast and onto the blog as well. So thank you very much, Meg. Thank you for the time. And thank you for sharing so much really good stuff about how you're using Memvoice. It's inspired me and I'm sure it's going to inspire loads of our users as well so thank you it was my me. pleasure and I'm loving these uh these user conversations because all of us are using the tool a little bit differently so I was just watching the one with Adrian Dorson oh, and yeah. I was like okay team <laughs> circle circle the cards like how are we doing this what are we doing to make this active campaign integration work better so oh I think, my god you know even those of us that are using it in these really interesting ways are learning from each other and going wait what, what do you do Jess, Jess Rodriguez is sending dunking cards when people hit a certain point how do we automate yeah, you know like hearing the ways that people are using it is fascinating to it, us it nerds. really is it really is I had the same thing with um AGN's user spotlight I was like I'm on mail alert I need to get my butt over to active campaign I was like I'm out like, like as soon as she said visual pipeline of where people are I was I like know. I need it <laughs> I was the same. So these are, they're proving so useful and they are, they're motivating and inspiring so many different people. Um, but yeah, and this, and this episode that you've done today is really going to help a lot of people. So thank you so much, Meg. My and pleasure. Um, yeah, I look forward to talking to you again. Take care.